Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Mm, maybe like spill your mead, not the mead. Not like, the mead, not the, oh my gosh, no, don't spill the whole bottle. The mead is for everybody. Yeah, it's a communal <laughs> mead. <laughs> like spill your own fucking mead, okay? <laughs> not mine. Yeah, <laughs> to be clear. the pot the tea is hot <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> this, the meat isn't no the meat is not because you fucking spilled it. you spilled it and it's hot outside we need some cold meat yeah we need here. the cold cold meat it's a cold meat kind of day and this is spill the meat a history gossip podcast it sure is and today's gonna be a real gossipy one. Oh, i'm so excited for this it's an amble lynn one <laughs> and people are probably really thrown off that this doesn't say like part one after because no that that's not what this is this is just a straightforward little piggy dip in TM for the, the TikTok. The <laughs> piggy dip in in <laughs> the piggy pond. Emily knows the whole thing and she says it's so fucking good. But we're just going to dip <laughs> yeah. the toes in the Amblin pond today. This is this whole thing. I have to say, is shocking to me. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how you managed to do like a very normal length episode on Anne Boleyn. I don't know how. I don't know why. I don't know what you're going to talk to me about. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you exactly why I arrived at this decision because I was like, oh God. It's it's her. It's Anne Boleyn. Your oh god, and it's coming out like the week of May nineteenth, which is her execution date. Yes, and she was executed on a Friday, and May nineteenth falls on a Friday this year, which like doesn't happen like often. You know, so it's like ooh, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go through all of Henry's wives on their own, and then their relationship with him and then if they mm-hmm. have an after great we'll go through that too yeah but so i didn't want to get like too far into her story before we got to that right you know? yeah and so oh, i was like i don't know where to start i don't know what to do should i do like her in the tower but then i was like no because i want you to know her before yeah it's gonna hit you harder like what she went through in the tower not like trying to make you love her or anything right. but it will like you know I, we can't jump right to the tower exactly you know? yeah and so i was like oh what what to do so i got on my favorite favorite um website the amblin files and it's by claire ridgeway she's my favorite amblin historian and she's been running this site for just years and there's literally just thousands and thousands of like articles (gasps) on amblin if (laughs) if you love amblin you know of the amblin files okay but oh man if you don't and you're just getting into it go look at it she has stuff on thomas george mary all kinds of stuff it's so good and i was like i'm just gonna get on there and go through until I find something that speaks to me and hopefully, yeah. And so I did. And I didn't know any of this. And I thought that this was like a good way to start. So what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about the Bolin name. By the way, guys, sorry if there's like doors slamming in the background. We don't have our usual studio space. There's a lot of just things happening with our studio space. So right now we are in a completely different room and there's a lot of things going around in other adjacent rooms. So if you hear a door slam, so sorry. And we're also going to be guests on a lovely podcast here soon. Like 
once season two comes out, we're very excited. Mm-hmm. A little history podcast with Patrick. He's Woo! awesome. If you guys love our podcast, which you're here, so like, I really hope you like it. Uh, <laughs> Unless it's a hate listen. But you know, which is still thanks listen. for the listen. <laughs> listen is a listen is a yeah. listen. But um, if you like ours, you would like his. And we're going to be guests on his, and we're so excited. We're recording that right after this. Ah! And so, like, again, if there's like door slamming, Oh, God. Sorry, guys. Oh, but, man. like, it is what it is. It was just bad timing it with was the studio. Bad timing. And here we are. If you're new here, know that our quality is usually on Pizoint. Oh, my gosh. The background is so quiet. Oh, so quiet. So, so good. if yeah. you can just fight through this one, um, we'll, yeah. we'll be right back at it. And I'm hoping that you're sitting here being like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because there's been literally five door slams since yeah. we started <laughs> this. But, but if, hopefully you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. And that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> and Emily's the editing wizard. And I'm, I have full confidence you can get rid of all. Oh, try to get it out of there yeah okay but you continue maddie i'm so excited okay so today we are going to talk about the bolin name just where it comes from oh the genealogy ancestry (gasps) behind bolin yes it stemmed from a fucking dramatic story that someone said shit talking her blah 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 we're gonna get to it on how this all yeah because everyone's always talking shit about Anne. yeah um and yeah and i came across it and i was like this is it this is where we're gonna start and so hopefully if you are an Amblin lover, maybe this will be something new. I didn't know this. And so maybe this will be, you know, a new little tidbit for you. And if you know nothing about Amblin, then here you go. Yeah. Just some sort of fun ancestry oh. and we can gossip and speculate. This oh. is just going to be a fun one because we're never going to stop doing this podcast and you're going to get so much Amblin. So, oh, throughout <laughs> the years. Yeah. You guys are going to be 80 and you're going it's, to be absolute pros at Anne Boleyn. Also, I didn't want to smack you in the face with it too much because it's about to get tutor heavy because the way we do our um, rotations, it goes Emily Maddie Folktales, Emily Maddie Folktales. Mm-hmm. And the way that it falls is my episode is coming out on June 28th, which is a Wednesday when it always comes out and it's Henry VIII's birthday. So you're getting a two-parter well, on Henry then. Shit. Yeah. So I didn't want to go too hard, you know. Right. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, we're going to ease you in and then we'll take a break on tutors. So if you're not here for that, come back. Yeah. We're just like, I know nothing about the tutors really. And I'm still just here for it. I just, I want to learn so much about them, but I refuse to learn too much because I don't want to spoil anything for myself. So yeah, the genealogy behind Anne Boleyn. Um, Historians, researchers, genealogists have been discussing Anne Boleyn's roots for centuries because like any ancestry, if anyone's tried to dig into their ancestry, you can, it gets complicated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and let, oh man, my mom has been doing a good job on ours. And if you, if anyone in your family, if you're trying to do your ancestry genealogy, um, whatever, I, I yeah. don't know, are those interchangeable words? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're trying to do that and you have family historically that was Mormon, Oh, oh, oh man, we they keep a record. And my mother's side, yep, so easy. Yep, so that's my mom's side easy. too. My yep, my oh. mom's uh, dad's side is like, oh my god. Well, here is everything back to. Oh my god, <laughs> they have just... a whole fucking their own separate database. Oh yeah, there's like a place you can go to in Utah to go and like they'll they'll go through everything oh god, for really? you. Ooh, I didn't yeah, know I think I'm pretty sure it's in Utah. I've been there because I remember Shanna being like, oh my god, my aunt. Yeah, she's that's so she's cool. really into our genealogy and she's like traced just everything 
for us. Like yeah, it's, man. and I'm going to do a whole episode on that <laughs> because she was telling Maddie and I just a couple weeks ago about how like I have ancestry related, very directly related to the Salem witch trials. I have ancestors yep, yep, yep. on the Mayflower. Yep, like, yep, yep. yeah, oh, just a so ton cool. of really interesting people, like American history wise. Ugh. So we'll we'll do that one day. That'll be like an extra it. special one. Maybe yeah. like a season finale or something. There like we go. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has to be like a big deal, not just yeah. on a Wednesday. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yep. But unfortunately, Emberlin's ancestors were not Mormon, and so it gets a little muddy back there. Yep. But um, <laughs> if you're out there and you are doing the bookkeeping in a Mormon ancestral office, you are doing fantastic. You are doing my Lord. God's work. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so a lot of this is coming from, I want to give Claire Ridgeway again, she's my favorite Anne Boleyn historian. I'm going to give her a lot of the credit. Um, I did look into, she cited all her sources. So I looked into some additionally, but this is mostly coming from her. She worked hard on this because... It is very complicated, right. you know? This is, yeah, but, a very yeah. complicated thing. But I thought it'd be cool. So here we go. So let's get into the drama. So people like to drag Amble in, you know, for everything, which but, is fair enough. If you don't like someone, everything they do is annoying. See, to me, I feel like this is one of life's great, like history's great injustices that history has done to a person. Right? I really, really, really hate when that happens. Like, okay, one of my, I could get into it and I'm not going to, but Medusa Mm -hmm. is one of those. A lot of people know Medusa's actual lore, but a lot of people think she's this awful creature and her backstory is actually very heartbreaking and she is the victim. In oh, her entire yes, yeah, see, right. I mean, and that's, that's not history; it's mythology. But I'm just saying, it's well, got still, the same yeah. vibe going on. You yeah, know? she is absolutely the victim in every single aspect of her life. Oh my god, yeah, bitch no, did she's, nothing wrong. She does get labeled very villainy. Yes. Yeah, but now women are starting to, like, claim her again, and Medusa tattoos are becoming a huge thing. I have seen, I've seen the boom. I follow, like, a lot of tattoo pages on, like, Instagram and stuff, and, like, ooh, ooh. I'm picky about my tattoos. I only have two. That's proof. I would probably get one. Oh I think God. it's so fucking cool. You're going to cool. have to like tell me I'm Medusa. Oh, I so am. Oh, my God. oh, we'll have our mythology friend Patrick tell you about it. There we go. Right? <laughs> yeah. He's going to tell us a two-part story oh. later. It, it, he's it's from Medusa's Australia. I'm going to cry. Oh, right? Oh, my gosh. We have no clue what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, but yes. Okay. So the uh, no the injustice done to Anne. oh my god the injustice done to thomas boland that's gonna be a whole other thing yes like, okay yeah oh my mm. god well we're gonna kind of get into good. it today because good, good, good. a lot of people said that um am was fabricating her family tree and saying that her family was more important than they were or the they changed the last name from bullen to bolin to frenchify it or fucking whatever it's okay just literally and anything so what yeah. <laughs> so what if they did first of all so what <laughs> second of all a lot of people get heated about that and it's interesting because like if you know, like, Tudor history at all, I don't want to sound like, if you even know anything about Tudor history. But literally, if you read a document, like, there was no standardized spelling. So yeah. they would <laughs> spell Bolin so, so many different ways. Like, the way that it is not much more fucked up than it is. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's shocking to They me. would literally spell, like, king, the word king, in the same paragraph, like, five different ways. And I don't, I've, like, tried so hard to, like, think about why this is what I've come up with. 
this is me speculating. Mm -hmm. I just cannot stress this has no sound historical fact (laughs) in what I am getting ready to say. (laughs) No, you're okay, Tim. It's easy to edit things out. Very easy. Um, Yes, this is just all based on me. I was like, well, maybe like because it like took so long to like write that like maybe you know you would someone would come in and you'd like get interrupted or something or like you would (laughs) yeah or like I don't know like if you were if someone was dictating the note or something you're saying they're writing maybe like they would get in or like the tones would be different or because it's frustrating that like Boleyn is spelt so many different ways and it's spelt phonetically but like how did she say it you know like I just want to hear her say her name on the wall Ugh. in history. Because there's God. just so many different spellings, and we'll talk about, um, you know, a lot of it. The way we spell it today is the B-O-L-E-Y-N, and mm-hmm. that's the most commonly used yep, from, like, yep, yep. medieval times. But, like, I also always wonder with, like, the E on the end of Anne, right? Because sometimes yeah. she would spell it, like, Anna, like Anna de Boleyn or something. But, like, was her name Anna? I wonder that about a lot of ands. From if you're spelling things phonetically, why put the e on the end? That is actually a fantastic. You know, yeah. Point. I don't know, but then sometimes oh. king would be like k y g n e or something. They're just trying know. to add like a little flair onto it. But yeah. would that many people want to just add a little flair onto right? the name Anne? That's a thing. To me, it sounds like it was maybe the name right? Anna. Anna, and like, and sometimes she would sign it Anna sometimes it but and so she would put weird. the e on it if not the a and so Whoa. was it pronounced anna that's like always did she always. ever put a n n no not that i've seen okay that. yeah so i know i'm kind of thinking it's anna I, that, right like god i want to yeah. know so badly Ooh. um Ooh, interesting claire i watched a video claire ridgeway again um from that's where i got this info mm-hmm. um i watched a video and she is british and she said so nicely because she is just a gem of a human being she's never going to listen to this because i'll never be so lucky but <laughs> she's just a lovely soul and so she said it so nicely but when she was talking about how they pronounce it because American again she didn't say it this way I'm gonna say it this way but like Americans put like yeah. a bowling and bowling yeah and I like, am bowling bowling you know? <laughs> yeah. and like but she said they say like bullen like bullen like ooh it's it's much faster it's, really fast it's one it's yeah. more of bullen. a one syllable thing than like yes. a, a two like bowling yes yeah. like bowling and like a lot of the spelling is um from back then is B-U-L-L-E-N, like Bullen. And so I kind of think that, like, that's, like, the most common pronunciation. If Americans had been given that spelling, we would be pronouncing it more correctly. Right, I think, yeah. yeah. We would be looking at that and saying Bullen. Right, and there was, like, again, there was times in her life, again, people were like, well, she tried to Frenchify it, which, whatever. There was, there is a surviving letter from her when she was, like, a little girl and she was in France like serving the queen she wrote it to her dad and at the end she put like Anna de Boulogne and she spelt it very French but again Cute. you're spelling it phonetically and she's literally like speaking french yeah you know? that's so, very cute though uh, yeah i know <laughs> it was very cute that whole letter again one day we're gonna read all of her surviving letters yeah. there's not a lot of them but it's Aww. so well spoken and she's like trying to like show her dad how much she's learning and like Aww. it's very it gives you a nice look at oh at her gosh. her little raven claw but and um it is suspect you and our astrology 
tutor friend oh. suspected gemini son yes okay I, yeah that suspect i didn't i had never come up i thought aries moon that's where mm-hmm. i was mm-hmm. or uh, she's got a fire sign in leo her for sure leo moon some sort of fire sign yeah but yeah tutor astrology on instagram oh my god yeah she came up with gemini mm-hmm. i like that though i do i like that a lot because again misunderstood yes and mm-hmm. working backwards from like henry's chart and everything she's got oh check out tutor astrology too again it's not this is not the first time we have shouted her out and it will not be the last literally obsessed that is like her. the coolest niche i've oh, ever fucking heard god again, and i'm surprised that you didn't snatch onto that niche first like i'm so done. she's just <sighs> like a soul sister to you i know i don't have the talent to latch she, on that, to that like the that work is she does a niche talent it's yeah insane and it's that not is, just incredible. Anne Boleyn. It's all the tutors. If you love any tutor person, go to Tutor Astrology on Instagram. Oh my God. Ugh. She needs to write a book. She needs One to day. like do a podcast. Oh like, I she swear freaking, to God. Yeah, a podcast. Literally. Can we be on it. Literally. I just want to sit there with big old like gaga eyes just like staring at her, like, oh, tell me everything. So <laughs> yeah. obsessed with her. Yeah. Now, okay, ugh. Back, back to the name Boleyn. So we do know, he, okay, so you know the name. Uh, the place in France, Boulogne. Yeah, that's how we say it. Okay. So that place in France back then, there's there's a lot of examples, but one big example in the Chronicles of Calais, where Calais is a uh, English territory in France. Okay. It was really big, like back in the Henry VIII's time. Gotcha. Like, it was yeah, that's where the field of cloth of gold was. It's a very big deal. So, um, in the Chronicles of Calais, Boulogne, France, was spelt Bolin how we spell huh. it today and so people are like oh well that's where the last name originated right okay and that's kind of what people latched on to and when you look back it does kind of seem like that would be okay and why would you be named after a place if you have no connection to right it, right yeah, yeah absolutely that's absolutely fair yeah but there doesn't seem to be any like record of any variations of the Bolin name before the Norman conquest but we're gonna get into the Norman conquest and like all of that yeah yeah um now okay now I'm going to just to like sum that up like the whole like well she changed the spelling it's like everyone changed the spelling of everything literally (laughs) everything just everything um if you're on our patreon Maddie wants read was it a letter from it was a letter from henry the eighth to anne oh yes yeah. yes and, and from it, elizabeth too yes yeah uh-huh and it was it was the the weird non-standardized yeah. re- and like maddie's done that before she's read plenty of letters it's but smart. like it's one of those things there's no standardized there's spelling no standardized so how are you supposed spelling. to like learn how to read it again it's like so... it's just like flying by the seat of your pants every time you read a new it's letter like so interesting like why did you spell king differently in the same sentence like yeah. was it and the you would think tone? of all things like, like you would think that that is something that people would seen written out the most like yeah. that in like god or jesus or something you know yeah. like those are things you think you would see written out more often and yeah. so there would be somewhat more of a standardized spelling of it That's but like so fucking weird. no and so yeah maddie like read it and she did a great job but like she had to like take a second and like go through it in her head first and i looked at it and i was like it would have taken me hours of like tr- like deep translating well, <laughs> to figure like, it out they That's also so don't weird. use like punctuation really yeah like, that so you much? don't know what a like, sentence yeah, ends no, it's just... and i am the i'm a comma queen i love a good old comma oh, I, I would love prefer comma. an overuse of commas yep, yep. in fact yeah i probably do overuse commas i'm also like very aware of like a run-on sentence oh i hate a run-on and sentence that is just everything that they did back then. oh like, yeah <laughs> it's like it the paragraph all... is the sentence run-on sentences yeah. yeah um 
But yeah, oh gosh, so here we go with this whole, the whole incident of she faked her family tree or whatever, because it's a specific incident that happened. I know nothing about her. I don't know that this happened. I know, right? This is, this is niche. Okay. <laughs> this is like, a, oh, okay. you gotta dig Okay, for the way this. you said it, I was like, wow, this is just something I've never no, heard before. No, and again, okay. we'll talk about how credible it even is, but... And again, I did not know that there was a man named Paul Friedman, and he wrote a 19th century, so 1800s biography of Anne Boleyn. Did not know that. Ooh. Um, it's going to not be accurate at all because no. they just like really fucking hated her in the 1800s. <laughs> but sexism. Oh my gosh! And if like you know of this, I I did a really quick like, can I find this? Can I find this and read it? And I couldn't. So if you are, if you're out there and you know how I can access this, fucking tell yeah. me. But Paul Friedman says that this one day back in December 1530, this whole this whole scene took place. Mm-hmm. Now, just for some context, um, in December of 1530, Anne and Henry are very much together. He's still very much married to Catherine of Aragorn. Okay. Not Aragorn. Not Aragorn. Aragorn. <laughs> and um, she's not going to be crowned queen until 1533. Oh, so like we got some this years is fifteen thirty. They are battling with the Pope. Right. It is in the height of all of this. But he's pretty much he has banished Catherine of Aragon from the court and is treating her like queen. She's sitting on a throne beside him. Okay, it's it's tense. Everyone's is anxiety tense. is at an all time high. At an all time high. So I have a fun direct quote about this day in December from Paul from Paul Friedman. Okay, here it is. Quote. Anne became daily more overbearing. The latest Anne's exploit in her honor had been the fabrication of the wonderful pedigree in which good Sir William Bullen, spelt B-U-L-L-E-N, the mercer was represented as the descendant of a Norman knight. Though these pretensions were laughed at, and though Anne's own aunt, the Duchess, freely told her what they were worth, she was nowise abashed, end quote. Okay. Pretty much saying that Anne was sitting there being like, no, like Sir William Bolem was like, he was a descendant of a Norman knight and her own aunt is sitting there in front of everyone being like, no, you fucking (laughs) idiot. And I looked up what abashed meant just to be sure. And she was just like unfazed. She's like, okay, it's true. Like, shut the fuck up, Duchess. And like, whatever. Okay. And so that's that's the instance and people like me who get really defensive over Anne are gonna be like oh okay well let's go back and do your whole fucking genealogy yeah. to prove this and we did and I love that for them <laughs> but so first of all this whole story was reported by this guy in the 19th century and it happened you know 200 years ahead of time 300 years ahead of time but you know that's better than 500 years so i i like that yeah it's a little closer sure this whole story his source for mm-hmm. this was a letter written by eustace chapuis and if you know Anne Boleyn at all you hear his name and you do an eye roll because you got to but eustace chapuis is pretty much all a oh god he's like one of the biggest sources on info we have about her but the thing is is he was a spanish ambassador at the time so why would he have any sort of like oh favor no of her? god he and would be like fuck this lady my queen he literally never refers to her as Anne. he calls her the concubine like he calls her like all kinds of does not call her Anne the queen never he's loyal love that 
Okay, like he is like Catherine of Aragorn. And it's like the bestie energy that it you is. need. I you you know I love that. Yeah, when he, when your ex goes and hooks up yeah. with someone, you want your bestie to be there. Like that hoe. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that is him. That hoe, he and is, he is that bestie reporting everything back to Charles V in Spain, who is Catherine's mm-hmm. uh, nephew. Yeah, you know. So I mean, like he's very biased. But, yeah, but... that's the thing. Is like if you're going to ask me, like, hey Emily, tell me about Maddie's exes. Like you shouldn't trust my input. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be extremely biased. I'm gonna be like, listen up, <laughs> this bitch ass motherfucker. Like right. I'm gonna go in like a fucking psycho. Yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm going to be so fucking biased. Like I, no, this is not the energy for like historical accuracy. I know. God no. I have like so many feelings about Chapuis too because it is like oh he's obviously biased he's obviously going to hate Anne. fine fair but like then there's that touch where like you are an ambassador so you can't lie too much you have you to know. be like a little bit honest but you I feel don't. like he's like, blowing yeah, stuff politicians, out of politicians man like right yeah. and like you're you can't tell big lies but little things like this mm-hmm. you could you could probably blow out you of proportion could, yeah, and be like see what it. a fucking nightmare she is yeah. Ugh, mm-hmm. you know like yeah and Anne was a lot I mean, she was a lot. She very well, I do not doubt that she said this. You I know. just really feel but, like she definitely was a Gemini. Because, again, Geminis are a lot. And that can make them seem terrible. Yeah, and they're she, really the fucking best. Yeah, like, and again, like, we're what? going to get all into Anne's in her headspace and where she was at and all of this and how she's not a fucking homewrecker and what she must have been oh. feeling, you know, how mm-hmm. long she held him off, like, all of this stuff, you know. But, like, the, the fact that this whole story is coming from Chapuis, I guess we're going to take it with a little grain of salt, but... Again, she could have said that she said stuff, you know, like she's a firecracker. Yeah. But again, she's not saying anything wrong here anyways. And like, (laughs) he did also note Chapuis in the same thing. He's like, however, the Duchess, when she did point this out and he didn't, she didn't give anything like Sir, like Sir Walter, he was not, he was not a knight. She didn't say anything specific. She just said something snotty. Okay. But here's why, other than Chapuis, why we should take this with a grain of salt, here's why we should take what the Duchess of Norfolk and and says with a grain of salt. Um, which, again, I'm not denying this conversation happened because I think it did. I think that Anne's telling the truth about her pedigree because of everything I'm about to tell you here today. Okay. And here's why her aunt may have been been a little been a little hot okay um so there's four main reasons uh the first reason is Anne's relationship with a lady named elizabeth bess love holland now elizabeth holland was the duke of norfolk's mistress yikes yeah so that you know the the other woman to this duchess right yeah so in 1532 henry spoiler alert is going to appoint and the marquise of pembroke a title he's going to give her in her own right to elevate her up like just extremely high it's a very she was big kind deal. of like just some commoner right like to, like yeah. to, like, to, like her and family all, was like up there they're no like but they, yeah yeah. Oh, yeah no she has no but not like queen level no. nobility no. she was when it comes to being a queen she's just oh, some God. commoner when it comes to like it, 
just in general, yes. her family was doing really well oh, yeah. for themselves. No, you are exactly right. That's why when people are like, well, they went into this being like, you're going to go in and div- he's going to divorce the queen and marry you. That is the most asinine Thomas thing. Thomas was like sitting there being like, we have gotten ourselves up to the highest rung we oh, could yeah. ever possibly go. Yeah. And we are all so happy here. This is so sketchy. And we don't want the drama. No. We just want to like continue living our lives the way mm. that we are. <laughs> no <laughs> one had ever, 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 ever done something like that. To yeah. divorce... We, we were you here for the Isabella and Ferdinand episode? Her fucking daughter? You don't divorce that. Like, you don't. It was completely unheard of. Yeah. And like Anne Boleyn was a commoner, you know? Yeah. Like pretty much. Again, we we'll talk about it a little bit, but yeah, no, this was this was insane. So you really everyone's gotta dump that whole like she set out in the very beginning. Like that's just again, we have the gift of hindsight right now. Mm-hmm. No one was thinking that. At the yeah. time, like Jesus Christ, she wasn't thinking it. Yeah, like she was not saying like, no, only if you marry me, haha, <laughs> guess you have to marry me. <laughs> she was being like, oh God, please, no, no one no, thought no, that no. was gonna happen. No, when he was like, okay, I'll marry you, and she's like, wait, oh, what? <laughs> Am no. I being punked? Where's Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, right like now? what the fuck? So when he made her the Marquise of Pembroke in 1532. And appointed Bess Holland as one of her ladies. So they were like, cool. They I were like just friends. feel like at that point, you and the Duchess ain't going to get along anymore. Um, the Duchess didn't get along with her before that. Okay. So it, like, it's just not looking great for that relationship. And the, the right Duke there. of Norfolk is hard to get along with as well. If you've seen the other Boleyn girl, the, the Duke of Norfolk is her uncle who's going to head her trial and read out that guilty verdict. Like her uncle, this, this family's rough. Anyways. Okay. What a dick. Yeah. Right. Um, he's also um, doing that to like, oh my God. Oh yeah, your niece. Oh, his other niece, Catherine Howard, is gonna get thrown up there too. I forgot because she's her aunt's cousin. Oh my god, the Duke of Norfolk's a lot, and so this family is a lot. Kill for my nephew. Yeah, I only have one little. I don't have no nieces. I have one little nephew, and like, oh my god, the way that I would kill for that boy. Like, what the fuck, headed the dude? What the fuck? And if you've seen like the other Bolin girl and other, um, you know, like Wolf Hall, like there's a lot. Even the Tudors, they really paint the Duke of Norfolk like badly, like this villain (laughs) of a man. And I honestly don't know. I don't care to look into him anymore. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's another misunderstood person. I don't really care but yeah so they're ugh. so this is the family we're dealing with yeah yes. um number two uh, the duchess was hypersensitive about her status um so sensitive that she even once got in a fight with catherine of aragon by com- by claiming that the duke's stepmother had more attention and was preceded in a way that was above her station when she should have been acknowledged before her. This whole petty fucking thing to Queen Catherine of Aragon, who's like, who the <laughs> fuck are you? Like, go away. Like, do you think I, I don't care. fucking Do you know care? who my parents were? I don't fucking I don't care. Fucking also, like, care. you're a duchess, dude. Like, yeah, fucking chill. Oh, God. And like, so, how much better can it really get I, as a duchess? Like, one step down right? from royalty. Right? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And so, oh, this is crazy. I didn't realize this. So, she has, the duchess has another layer of a reason why she can be tes- testy about her status and all of that shit. Um, it's because she was the eldest daughter 
of the late Edward Stafford, who was the third Duke of Buckingham. That's a whole other story that we're not going to get into right now. But the Duke of Buckingham... Tried for treason. Say that one more time. She was the what? How was she related to him? Oh, yes. She was the oldest daughter of him. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And he was one, like, um, Henry Eighth, I believe, or was it the seventh? Oh, God, don't come for me. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm in genealogy land. I think it was Henry Eighth had him, like, executed because he had a good claim to the throne, too. Oh, shit, 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 shit. And that's, like, her dad. So she's already like, but my fucking status, you know, she's already hyper sensitive yeah. to all of this anyways. And she's going to start an argument with the queen, which says a lot about how the Buckinghams were. Again, <laughs> totally other different story that I'm sure we'll talk about one day. It's one of those things like take your win and shut the fuck take up. Like you're a up? duchess, shut the fuck and up. And you're alive. He could have wiped out that whole family. Yeah. Again, that's one of those things where everyone's like, Henry VIII was just running around beheading people because he thought it was fun. No, no it that was, was not uh, the way. And he like, the Duke of Buckingham. Buckingham had people like in his corner. It was a problem. And unfortunately, this is when you're the like, king, you gotta. This, this is like so fucking common. It's so. I know. They, like royalty, especially around this time period, medieval through Renaissance, like they had people beheaded all the time who had a solid claim to their own throne, like to eliminate the oh, yeah. the competition like I this saw, is so common um a fellow history podcast god i wish i if i could remember who it was i would shout you out i'm so sorry um but i saw they posted a map mm-hmm. and it said like if you are in london today you are at least 500 meters away from like an execution site it was oh, just everywhere my god like, and that's not everywhere. to say that it wasn't wild that henry executed yeah it was it's a fucking, lot it's fucking wild oh, yeah and he, he like father figures and stuff yeah like, he, he executed a lot yeah. of wives he executed a lot of people in general like the wife thing i think is what people cling to because that was unique for yes. the time but like it there's just so much nuance because these aren't characters in a book they're no. real people and there's so much to it which it, is what makes this podcast so fun because then we can just like we can dig, just dig 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 into um yeah. he like he really ripped himself up over a lot of it was not easy for yeah him. and were all the right choices made no, no absolutely <laughs> not but like nope. again uh, but I, the choices were that he made were the choices that he made. And, and when it is you're what a monarch, you know, like there is a hint of ruthlessness you have to have. Like you want to not worry about civil unrest with the Duke of Buckingham. You know how you do that. You kill him. Sorry. I, I like, couldn't. That's what this we is do why here. I couldn't do it. I'm too much of a people pleaser. I would. There was a king we were talking, who we were talking about recently, who was, it was in the, um, the Ferdinand and Isabella episode where there was someone just oh, being yeah. like oh, whatever you want whatever you yeah, want enrique I mean, yeah, yeah enrique was awful i'm enrique yeah, yeah. me too and he's like, like, the be worst don't be mad at me because oh you God. have to have like the <laughs> most steeliest of backbones you do and it fucking sucks it fucking sucks yep and i couldn't do it oh god and so like she had she had gone through that you know and that's a lot fair enough yeah. um the third reason why they had beef back then because they're just not doing well these two are not going to be friends okay yeah um but they also had a huge fight over the duchess's daughter mary howard and who she should marry um because Anne and the king because again he is very much still married to catherine of aragon but him and Anne are making decisions on who who nobles are marrying and shit Howie. It is. Sorry, it's rough. It, I know. Catherine. Ow. Catherine's my second favorite. People think it's <sighs> impossible that, to love them both, but no, it is possible. But no, Anne was just doing her damn best and God, Catherine was Catherine is such a fucking fierce ass. She woman. was su- she fight. was a queen. 
God, a queen. Girl was a though. queen. She knew what the Ugh. fuck she was doing as a queen. She I swallowed her hurt and her heartbreak, and she just oh, yeah. kept being a queen. Oh, I cannot wait to cover her. She's oh, going to be a multiple so parter, too. That last letter she wrote him on her deathbed. Oh, oh fucking. You have told me that before. And that one you. is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, anyways, Anne and Henry thought that Mary, uh, the Duchess's daughter, should marry uh, Henry Fitzroy who was Henry VIII's illegitimate son that he, like, recognized. Like, there was a point where Henry was like, I'm never going to have a son. All I got is this um, son with Bessie Blount, who I'm also going to do an episode on, one of his mistresses. But he, like, recognized him. Catherine recognized him because he's like, this may be it. This might be my male heir. Shit. Yeah. So they're trying to... Beggars can't be choosers No. So they... And he didn't live. He... That was that's one of those big what ifs in history. Like, Ooh. would he have stayed with Anne? What what would have gone what down with Mary and yep. Philip? And like, yeah, what how would have this played out? Henry Fitzroy. So many people are like, nope, he would have been the heir. Like, and they really believe that. And so, wow. but he died when he was like fourteen or something. Ooh, and so it really uh, threw like that, a wrench. Yeah, that's weird to me. It like when I don't know. You're so used to hearing like infants dying. Yeah. You know, and you're so used to hearing, like, people being beheaded as a false adult. But, like, the teenagers, like, oh, yeah, God, they died too. Everyone was fucking And he died. just, like, he had his own household. Like, Henry was really, wow, like, so it was looking like, yeah. yeah, it was, it was looking that way. And so Anne and her aunts get in this huge fucking argument in front of everybody. And it's, like, a big deal. And, like, the Duchess almost gets, like, banished from court over this whole scene. Oh, my God. Um, and I... I'm really disappointed in myself. I didn't even look up if Mary Howard ended up marrying Henry Fitzroy, but oh, but who knows? You know, that'll um, be a fun fact for a future, for a episode, future episode for one of the other million ones that you guys are going to hear throughout yep. the lifetime of this podcast. <laughs> yep. When the podcast dies, when we die. <laughs> yeah. And then the last reason is even though the Duchess and Catherine of Aragon got in that fight that one time, um, the Duchess was super loyal to Catherine of Aragon, this whole thing. She sided with her. Um, she even, like, there's this whole story that she, like, sent her this hidden message in an orange when, like, Catherine was, like, banished away and stuff. And, like, the Duchess of Norfolk was, like, sneaking her messages. I don't know. But anyways, th- there's a lot of reasons why. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, and probably didn't, you know. Yeah. There's a quote that says, um... Quote, by Christmas 1530, the Duchess of Stafford, the Duchess's Stafford blood could not resist some acid comments on the upstart Boleyns. End some quote. Acid comments. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> ooh, dude. <laughs> because the Boleyns, I mean, they were they were on the up and up, and she doesn't like that. She's a duchess. Mm-hmm. Like, my little niece is going to think that she surpassed me. you. Yeah. We the, cannot have the that. The vibe of being jealous of your fucking niece, dude. I know. That's ultimate pathetic bill oh no i know <laughs> and like before i get into like the genealogy of the bullets because yeah. I'm, I'm i'm about to just to add again i i'm sure that this happened you know to a degree this whole instance that chapuis said happened he started off with literally quote someone told me that the duchess said <laughs> gossip so, oh my god it's gossip it's, it's literal gossip. gossip again yeah. i'm sure it happened someone to a degree told me that the god that's yeah. it, it, this is how it was said like mm-hmm. someone told me that 
the Duchess said? <laughs> no, my no. God, did she? Yeah. She, she, said, she fucking she did. She said dude. it too, and though? She, she said it. Oh, <laughs> like, can you fucking believe? I, mind blown. Like, did I someone can't. tell Eustace? He's got to fucking let Charles V know. He's going to lose his <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Seriously. <laughs> but, like, again... It's big aunt energy for her to say something like that and her duchess aunt to be like, no, just me, 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 and her to be like, oh, you okay? I don't give a fuck. I, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyways, other people agreed and we're like, no, let's, let's dig into this ancestry here. And I'm so glad they did. So let's talk about how French she was. So many historians believe that the balloons did originate in France, like I had said. And um, there have been excuse me, there have been sources that have described them as an upworldly mobile family originating from the English-held territories in France, which checks out. Boulogne yeah. is right by Calais, okay. which is, yeah, it's all like in that same area. It's all there, yeah. It's all there. Um, that being said, Thomas Boleyn spoke French beautifully, and Boleyn was often mistaken for French. They picked up this language wow. very quickly. I wonder if there was something something in them. Right. Um, Thomas Boleyn was like the ambassador to France through a lot. Like, they were, obviously, Anne and Mary went to serve queens of France, you yeah. know? So I wonder I, if there was a tie. Yeah. I feel like if you can also, like, inherit trauma from your ancestors, I feel like you can also inherit, like, a knack for their language. Yes. Right? And the, um, we'll get into this at a later date as well, but, like, Anne's appearance as well was not, um, you know, at the time considered that, like, English beauty of, like, the milky fair skin and the light fair eyes and the strawberry okay. blonde hair. She was described as more, like, quote, swarthy. So she had more Which of an olive complexion. A, that is, and dark I don't think eyes. People, like, a lot of, I don't know, I feel like a lot of Americans who may have never been to Europe, which, like, this is not something that I realize, too, is a lot of French people do have this, like, darker, like, hair, yeah, eyes, eyes, like, yeah. olive-toned skin. Because it's, like, warm in yeah. France, which is odd. Again, it was, Think I went to France, France yeah. in September, and... Oh, I went in October. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was, like, I... It's hot. It was, <laughs> I don't know. You very think like beautifully tempered. Europe I'm wearing like a t-shirt in October. Like it was great. Yeah. But like, so it makes I don't sense. know. In Europe you do. Cause then you go to Germany, which is like right fucking there. And I remember like my tactic, I had a foreign exchange student. She still, she listens to this podcast. I love you so much, Julia. I've mentioned her before. And like my tactic to find my friend, Julia, when she lived with me in America is like, I would look across all the heads. Cause I'm so tall in forever 21 in the <laughs> mall. And I'd be like, Ooh, there's a blondie. That's Julia. And I would head for her. And then I remember being in H and M in Germany uh-huh. being like, let me go look for my blonde friend and looking across and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Oh shit. So many blonde people here. This is very different now yeah um, but my I have a friend a childhood friend who has been to Europe many a time and because her uncles are from Czechoslovakia and she is um a quarter Japanese my friend is she looks very ethnically ambiguous uh-huh. and every time she goes to France people just walk up to her and start speaking French at her rapidly yes. thinking that she's French yes when she really is Japanese <laughs> yes I've known people from France who have that like same that yep. olives olive skin uh-huh. tone and the dark and that was very much how people described Anne yeah. and so I wonder if that, that was is like a French trait part of it like, in general mm-hmm. yeah so like I said a a lot of people are pulling that they're from Boulogne. Yeah. And France. Um, but some 
say to kind of back this up that they're even from an ancient family in France that was from a Walter de Boulogne who held land in a region of northern France back in 1344. Oh shit. So yeah, so they've got they've got a Boleyn up in France in that area too. What's fun about this guy, this Walter de Boulogne in 1344 is his family, this Walter's family was linked by marriage to the family of the Moulins. Okay. Um, it, M-O-U-L-I-N. Is that Mulan? <laughs> like Mulan Rouge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh, yeah. I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah. should I say Mulan? I don't know. Um. Anyways, they're linked to that family. And that family is famously from Brie in France. Today, in Brie, there is a tower still standing called the Tower de Boleyn. Why? Right? What? I know. So maybe it was this Walter guy yeah. in this little tie-in. I don't what? know. Because people are like, was she there? Has she been there? Why yeah, is why? it called this? What? Yeah, because everyone's like, like, the tower's I don't know. just sitting there like, I can't tell you. It's beautiful. Can't, can't it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I know. The tower's like, I wish I could. I, know. I, can't, I can't tell I you. I can't tell you. Um, I have so many secrets. <laughs> God, yeah. So um, it's weird. So when I was looking through all of her research, it seemed like there was two camps. People were either in the camp of like, they were... They had their origins in France, ancient okay. France family, yeah. the Norman conquest, all of that. And then other people were like, no, no, they were descended from the Norman counts of Boulogne, but then they came over later as merchants. And people seem to sit in these two camps. And again, I've only looked into this like the couple days I did and people have devoted their lives into it. Right. So I, just full transparency. Um, I don't understand the two camps because they both seem to be agreeing with each other. <laughs> like they seem to intertwine. They do. And so I'm going to go through it all right now and you can let me know what you think, but I'm kind of like, you're all agreeing with each other. Do you guys, <laughs> do you guys know? If I've like missed something, yeah. I don't know. Um, But let's start with the Counts of Boulogne. The okay. Counts. So again, this is a pedigree. All right. right? Okay. So um, these Counts came over to England in the 11th century when the Norman invasion happened. And they settled in places like Martok, Somerset, and parts of Surrey. Surrey is like in the kind of greater London area. Okay. Um, now, I I do also have to say I'm pulling for the Norman theory because my husband's last name is Gervais and you, that could be traced back to Normandy what? in France. And what? I'm like, oh my God, did like, any, did your family tie. like know her, yeah. like know her family back oh my in the gosh. day? Oh my God. I just like. Were they neighbors? Were they neighbors? They were fucking neighbors they and they all knew each other. Together? Oh my God. Is this why I love her? Uh, yeah. <laughs> literally married into this family. Not even me. But yeah. I'm going to sit here yes. and be like, I'm obsessed. Um, but. So there is a name of an ancestor who came over 11th century from the Norman invasion. His name was Simon, love it, Simon de Boleyn. Okay. So he moved to Norfolk, which the Norfolk area is Anne Boleyn's area from her mom's side. So that's yeah. interesting. Okay. Um, Because the Duke of Norfolk's her mom's brother. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, However... There are records that this Simon guy held lands in the Sal. That's S-A-L-L-E. I looked it up. It is pronounced Sal. Okay. It's prettier with an English accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's also in the mid-13th century that they owned land there. Mm-hmm. Now, the important part of this is Sal is just a few miles from Blickling. And Blickling is where people think Amblin was born. Like at Blickling uh, oh. Palace. Yeah. yeah. Like that's where okay. it's like, yes, yes. So this puts everyone in the right area. Right. Yeah. Here. Um, and if that's not enough at the church in Sal, at St. Peter and St. Paul Church, 
it's the resting place of Anne's great great grandparents. Okay. So like it's looking like this is the family, right? Yeah. So Simon, we found one. Like this is the guy. This has to be the guy. Uh-huh. And so if you look at Simon's ancestry, it can be traced back directly to the counts of Boulogne himself. So I mean this has got to be it. Yeah. That's pretty foolproof. Yeah. So there is this really crazy document called the Battle of Abbey Roll. Which, from what I saw at a quick glance, is this huge list of names dating all the way back to the Battle of Hastings in 1066, which is literally like son of blah, son of blah, son of blah, and like how people like kept track. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Like the, how huge this document must be. But this details how the lineage of the Counts of Boulogne, who were named Eustace, not to be confused with Chapuis. They were named <laughs> Eustace. Different Eustace. 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 First, second, and third. And it details how they all continued their lives in England after they left, after the Norman invasion. Okay. This is like Ambulance family. It's yeah. So, cool. so, and this document, um, it links them to a, a Ferasmus Dibblin. Ferasmus? Uh, Ferasmus. P H A R A M U S. Ferasmus. I've never seen that name before, but I am hooked. Oh my gosh. If you guys want to name your kids something fucking wild, <laughs> and then when people Ferasmus. are like, what is that? You can like throw a, oh, it's actually a classic name. It's a classic name. That's Ferasmus. Yeah. Have you uh, heard of Anne Boleyn? Her yeah. ancestor's name was fucking Ferasmus. So mm-hmm. get fucked, everybody. Also, it's probably Anna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, so Ferasmus is back here, like holding lands, which consisted of 112 knights' fees. I don't know what that means, but it sounds like a good amount yeah. of, you know, of yeah. land. Um, and this is also backed up in another document. That's, it's 112? A, that's like, feels like a lot. That feels like a lot of yeah. knights' fees. That's like a, a lot. Knight fee. That's a lot. And um, we go through like some other land holdings that they had. That's like, it's weird. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is all backed up in <laughs> the, this document. This is the name of it. The Norman people and their existing descendants in the British dominions in the United States of America. There it is. That's the document. Okay. So this document says that Anne Boleyn was lineally descended from a John de Boleyn of Sal, again, whose okay. father, Simon, same Simon, purchased lands in Norfolk, Norfolk by, by a fine. I don't know what that means either. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and then it also goes back, you know, all the way back to 1165, where another Herbert de Boleyn, Shit. who held half a knight's fee... For this land. I don't I don't know what a knight's fee is. Um, this document says a lot of things. It's massive and confusing. Pretty much summarizing the important parts of it is the Counts of Boulogne were descended from a guy named Engelbert, love, who was <laughs> a French noble who married a Bertha, who was the daughter of Emperor Charlemagne. Sh- One more time. Whoa. <laughs> One more time. Whoa. The Counts of Boulogne... That that we're talking about. Their descendant was this guy named Engelbert. He was a French noble. He married a lady named Bertha, who was the daughter of Emperor Charlemagne. 
that okay. puts Engelbert and Bertha. Engelbert but like Bertha. fucking Charlemagne. Yeah, fucking Charlemagne. Oh my god. Yeah, and oh my god. And like before <laughs> the year seven hundred and ninety, um, these this guy was also made the Duke of Maritime Territories. Like the, he was a big deal. That's like some noble blood put into uh-huh. it right there. Yeah. Just if anyone wants to try to say, you know, <laughs> like we can make a case, I suppose. Yeah. But um, so in short. Like I said, a lot of people are trying to establish these firm connections of the Bolins in Sal and the Counts of Boulogne. And there's an entire timeline. I will see if we have time. I can read through the whole thing going down the male line that like goes right oh back to these people. God. So I'm liking this theory. Ah, yeah. But next, let's talk about some notes on the Bolin family. Okay. Um, yeah. So in 1935, a document called some notes on the Belim family <laughs> was well, published. Very straightforward. Yep, to the just point. some notes on them. Yep, just just some. <laughs> um, it was published by this guy named Reverend Reverend Canon W. L. E. Parsons. Brr. When he, was this again? Remind me the year. Nineteen thirty-five. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And cool. this guy is the rector of Sal. Okay. So he, okay. he's yeah. This he he does he, this. He's there. This document was published in the Norfolk and Norwich Archaeological Archaeological Society's journal. So this is like a legit document. Yes. Okay. So this is trustworthy. Yes. So Parsons, the author, used a whole bunch of primary sources, including um, this thing called the court rules of certain manners, um, contemporary wills, like all kinds of shit to like establish the Bolin family roots. That's like his goal of what he was trying to do. Okay. Um, so the earliest evidence for the Bolins in Sal was that John and William Bolin in the 13th century. I mentioned John a little bit ago, I think, but there is a specific little little insight to what put them here because people weren't just going door to door being like hi are you guys good citizens and living your lives great let me write that down no no it's when people acted up you get it yeah written down so john bolin was mentioned in the tender year of 1283 by the register of a wall register of walsingham and there was a record of someone suing his brother william bolin for some kind of account or something that he wasn't going to hand over and so yeah so his brother john was acting as the sur a surety which is a person the uh, definition is a person or organization that assumes the responsibility of paying a debt in case the debtor policy defaults or is unable to make the payments okay so it's it's just like really i don't know what it is like law like (sighs) being a lawyer being a or as they were known at one point like solicitors Mm -hmm. like is such an ancient job that when someone like our whole entire very very early on in this yeah. podcast like the Anna Buskler yeah case like it just is so fucking wild to me that like people were suing each other I know I don't know why that seems like such a modern concept oh I it's know fucking not oh no I, this it is does seem that, weird yeah but it this has been happening for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. like people sued each you other fucking sued each other it's so weird. and like had to get your older brother involved because are you gonna pay me because if you don't know he's gonna like yeah. jesus you guys you, yeah you no, need it good is representation weird. like the person who has the best money gets the best like solicitor or lawyer or representative like oh my god it's so fucking weird. it is so weird yeah and like so parsons the author puts puts them there in 1283 um, and then in 1333, one of their sons, Nicholas Bolin of Sal, mm-hmm. um, was accused of 
theft, womp womp. Um, so you mm. know, shit happens. Um, it's a little bummer. Yeah, I know. And he, it's, I don't know what he did. Uh, he stole. It says Nicholas Bolin for damage done to pastures and trees of the Lord. He is now ordered to repair and <laughs> is ordered the bank between the Lord and Nicholas. So Wait. he has to fix all the stuff and, and pay for it. <laughs> the pastures and the trees. Did he steal the trees? <laughs> did he, did Nicholas, you, like, dig up some fucking trees and, and like just run go running <laughs> off. <laughs> I mean, that's hard to hide, man. If I'm, you've stolen some trees. I am obsessed. Like, Nicholas, I'm here for it. I think you should have gotten away with it. it. Right? Like, it, yeah. someone's like, listen, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to, like, call call in this. Like, he stole my trees. <laughs> like, what evidence do you have? Yeah. Well, he has my trees. Um, it's, it's pretty clear, you know, I have all these trees. They're the same age. Yeah. You're gonna see the same tree <laughs> freshly planted <laughs> upon his pastures. I don't know what to tell you. Like, can you please go get it from Nick Bullwin, please? Like, what the fuck? It's not, is it worth the effort of, like, getting your trees? How many trees did he... I have so many questions. So many okay. questions. But we have to move on. Yes. <laughs> All right, so another John Bullwin comes up in the records in 1333 for very normal reasons, just like census kind of things. Oh, right. But then... After the Black Death hits London oh. at that time, he shows up a lot more because he survived it. And not a lot of people did. <laughs> wow. Like, so many people did not. Uh, yeah. So there is very typical mentions of him paying the Lord for fines and rent. He served on a jury of coroner's inquests because Black Death. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the jury is doing during the coroner's inquest, but, you know. Just trying to survive. <laughs> yep. He uh, got fined for trespassing, you know. Like, there's, what oh. you know, was there a fence? I don't know. He wandered over. All right. Whatever. Yeah. Um, um, he died sometime in 1369. His lands were passed to his son, Thomas Boleyn of Sal, which people thought was his son. It, I mean, it had to have been. Okay. Right? And so, yeah, it passed to him. So then Thomas is mentioned at various times, um, including him and his wife, Agnes. So, okay. Thomas, this Thomas Boleyn pops up with his wife, Agnes, because they were granted an indulgence by the Pope. I don't know why. Oh. I don't know what Whoa, that could have that's been. like a big fucking deal. Right? And like, these are supposed to be just like normal people. Just like, right? yeah, regular yeah. people. But I mean, the Pope knew that they were alive. Um, and the same Thomas was also recorded in the court rules of 1399 that he gave his son Jeffrey... Again, what could this have been? This is the quote that was documented in history. It says, quote, Thomas Bolin gave to Jeffrey Bolin, his son, one message in cell without leave. End quote. What? Huh? Yeah. Like, so this one guy, Thomas, gave his son a message where they live and didn't let him. Like, what the What does that, that message? mean? Literally, what does it mean? I don't know. And it was, like, important enough to be recorded. To be recorded by someone. What? I have no clue. Huh? Um, so that was in 1399. Twelve years later, Thomas dies. And so now we have his son, Joffrey. I think it's Joffrey, right? If it's spelled, like... G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. Joffrey, yeah. not Jeffrey, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like, like uh, the Toys R Us Yes, dude. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, let's talk about this Joffrey, the son of Thomas, who got some cryptic message. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That no one knows what that means. So, the next time he is mentioned is in 1408, and 
he was mentioned in relation to timber for building the church in Sal. Whoa. Yeah, okay. which is a big deal. Back yeah. Then. Like, people are very into religion. Like, if you're in charge of building a church, that's a big deal. Well, the and Pope is Team Bolin right now. Uh, so. Fucking the Pope is Team Bolin. And it appears that Thomas, Joffrey's father, had left um, his son money for a glazing of the South Isle window of this church. Okay. So, like, they are actively building this church. Whoa. Which comes back around because Anne Boleyn was crazy religious. She was, she was a reformer. As hell. Yeah. yeah, like, that's part of... I really think that there was a point in all of it when... Because the king was considered God on earth. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when the king isn't dropping it and he's pursuing you and pursuing you, I think there is a, a moment of, like, no... I'm a reformer. This is my destiny. This is yeah. God saying I'm going I'm to bring to the reformation. The of, you know, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that that all kind of ties in. Yeah. Um, there is also a number of mentions of Joffrey in the records. Of the, you know, things like land holdings, um, more trespassing, fines, um, but a lot of selling of barley and oat straw. And oat straw was used for thatching. Of, okay. of roofs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he was growing stuff on the side, like trying to, you know. Yeah. They're making they're making a name for themselves. So Joffrey, this is so interesting. According to the survey of Stinton Manor, Joffrey held 23 pieces of land. Right? What? But the thing is, is he didn't, he was not the lord of the lands. He was a tenant farmer. So he was listed as a tenant farmer, but he owned 23 pieces of land that he was tenant farming and making enough money to be putting out barley and oat straw for like thatching and stuff. And so he's, he's doing the damn thing. Like, was he the Lord? No, but like the Lord knows him. He has 23 plots of land right now. Like that's, he's doing well for himself. So he ends up dying in 1440 he was laid to rest in Sal Church, which he helped build. Now, he left behind several children. Let's talk about them. He left behind a daughter, Cecily. Love Cute. that name. Um, he left behind a son, Thomas, who would become a priest and the master of Gonfield Hall in Cambridge. Ooh, cool. This Thomas would also serve the king. Oh, he shit. He was a big deal. Oh, shit. And then he would have one other son, another Joffrey who would be the Lord Mayor of London. Whoa! So these kids... Yeah, so these oh, kids shit. are, like, killing it. Oh, yeah. So we're going to focus on Joffrey. Okay. Because the Lord Mayor of London, that is Anne Boleyn's direct descendant. Okay. So... Or not descendant. Um, ancestor. Ancestor. There we go. Um, so this man, this Joffrey Boleyn, is the Boleyn who is credited as bringing the family to prominence... Sir Joffrey Bolin, he was knighted. He was the successful merchant and the Lord Mayor of London. Oh, damn. So Joffrey was favored by a very high-up noble named Sir John Fastolf. And he traveled with this Sir John Fastolf to London. And while he was in London with this Sir John Fastolf, he just started, like, doing shit. Like, he became a really 
wealthy merchant. Oh my god. Um, he like met the king and the king really liked him, so he like got him with the king. King Henry the Sixth. Like oh my god. he like knew him. Yeah. Um he, he also stepped up and was like taking care yeah. of him. <laughs> every oh, day. Someone's bringing me to London with them. Here I am. I've arrived. He's making connections. Making connections. Making he knows money. the king now. Oh. Um he married into nobility by marrying. Whoa. Yeah, he married an Anne, another Anne. She was the daughter of Lord Who and Hastings. And that's mm. Who H O O. Like who? You and Hastings. Ooh. Yep, and she was uh, his second wife. Uh, his first wife just passed away of natural causes. Okay, okay. so okay. married nothing Anne. crazy. Nope. And so then uh, Joffrey started serving as the sheriff of London and Middlesex. Holy shit! And he bought Blickling Hall from Fastolf. Blickling Hall, where Anne Boleyn oh was my god. apparently born. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my yeah. god! So it did. It should be noted that it did take him a long time to pay off Blickling Hall to John Fastolf, who was like his friend. But he was low on money because the same Joffrey Boleyn lent, oh, I don't know, the fucking king of England over 1,200 pounds for an expedition to France. So not only did he go to London, became a merchant, did well, met the king, and the king liked him. He did so well that the king was like, hi, can I borrow money for this expedition to France? That's wild. And he's like, The king's borrowing money from you? Yeah. And he's like, oh, France, you know, like where I have family roots? Yeah, I'll send you to France. Here's this money. And meanwhile, he's telling his best buddy, John, like, hi, I want to buy this, like, Blickling Manor from you and stuff, but it's going to take me a minute to pay off. And his friend's like, yeah, because you, like, lent the key money. I'm here to help. Yeah. We're all, we're all in this We're together. a team, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So after, a year after he lent the king that money, the king made him the Lord Mayor of London. And oh so that is God. where that all came from. Um, he would end up dying after a long life and being buried in the chapel of St. John. And he had several children. Okay. He had a daughter, Alice. A daughter, Cute. Isabel. Cute. A daughter, Anne. Yep. A son, Thomas, who died young. Cute. A son, William, who would marry very well. He would marry Margaret Butler, who was the daughter of an earl. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Look at this family. Yep. And let's just... Let's pause on William, that youngest son who married the daughter of an earl. Let's talk about him. Now, this William, not only did he marry the daughter of an earl, but he was also made a knight of the bath. Knights of the bath were always made during um, coronations of a king. Or um, like knights of the bath or knights of the garter and that kind of thing um, were like during Anne Boleyn's coronation. They made like different knights of the bath. Okay, yeah. So this William was made a knight of the bath during Richard III's coronation. Okay. Bringing it back to some some princes in the tower stuff. Oh my God. So he was made a knight of the bath and then he's sort of the sheriff of Norfolk like in that year too. So I mean... This guy, Joffrey, this is why he's credited with being the one. Like, he just worked hard and was charismatic, and people liked him. And now now Mm -hmm. here we go. So he's going to die in 1505. Now... People think that Anne Boleyn was either born in 1501 or 1507. I personally am in the 1501 camp. Mm -hmm. So this guy died in 1505. 
So, okay, so, we're getting so they there. like lived during mm-hmm. the same time period. Now, William and Margaret, that daughter of an earl mm-hmm. that we talked about, they had a lot of kids. They had a lot. Let's talk about them. They had an Anne. Because there's okay. always an Anne. Uh-huh. She died right before her fourth birthday. Very sad. No. Then they had an Anthony who okay. died young. Then they had a Thomas. Then they had a William. Then they had a James. Then they had an Edward. Then they had an Alice. Then they had a Margaret. Then they had another Anne. Oh my God. Um, the youngest Anne would marry a Sir, a Sir John Shelton. Shelton's mm-hmm. a big name with the Bolins. It's also okay. one of my family names. Hi. Oh my God. Um, my great grandma's name. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Rose Shelton. Don't come at me. But anyways, um, the Sheltons were like a mad Shelton is going to be one of her ladies in waiting that she like ends up like having sleep with Henry. Like it's a whole thing. Oh, Shelton's her big name. Um, a couple sources add another John to this list and another Jane to this list, but pretty much these are the kids. But if we remember, we had an Anne who -hmm. was born first and died right before her fourth birthday. Then we had an Anthony who died young. Then we had Thomas, the oldest son who married Elizabeth Howard, who was the daughter of the Earl of Surrey. This is Thomas Bolin and father. Oh my God. This on his father's death, Thomas Bolin inherited from Joffrey, the manners of Blickling where everyone was born. Yep. Yep. Um, Calthorpe, Wickmere, Mech- Meckleburton, Flyby, West Lexham, Poswick, Stiffkey, and of course, oh my God. Heaver Castle, where yeah, Anne Boleyn's childhood they, they home. didn't need shit. They didn't need shit. Yeah, God, they, they didn't need shit. so much. It's, it's really crazy. So again, kind of like coming back to the conclusion of all this, I don't... There seem to be two camps yeah. <laughs> of like the Bolins are from a, a humble origin, and it was the second Joffrey who established the position of the fight of the family financially. You know, like through successful work ethic and yeah. like a noble marriage and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then there's this whole second camp that's like, no, they were like from the French Norman extraction, but they literally made up in the middle. It seems like the answer is yes. Yeah. Again, I don't, I'm not like trying to say like, I looked into this two days and everyone is just fucking wrong. Like I'm clearly missing something here. You know, like people devote their lives to this small niche. Yeah. And there there are two groups. And there's two groups. And at some point they differ again i'm taking this from claire ridgeway's article and so maybe she compiled it so nicely yeah um i don't again they seem like the same yeah there maybe there's some like niche difference yeah again like what do i fucking know nothing is the answer but there there's got to be something yeah but i could i'm going to i'm going to why not um i can give you like the entire family tree by going down the male line, yeah. like by names, like from the Counts of Boulogne. Um, I'm going to do it just really quick. Just so you can hear it. I'm going to like leave out titles. I'm just mm-hmm. going to go like first names because it's it's all on. I mean, it's one concise page. Right. It just goes straight. Yeah. We <laughs> have Eustace the first, Count of Boulogne. Eustace the second. Joffrey, the mm-hmm. first one. William. Right. Ferasmus, Another William. Simon. John. Nicholas, Thomas, Joffrey, William, Thomas, Anne. 
Yeah, that seems That's pretty, not that. Yeah, that's, I mean. It's fairly straightforward when it's that's put to you that way. Fairly like, straightforward. And yeah. that's going all the way back to like 1049. Yeah. And everything's like pretty checking out here. And it's pretty checking out. And so maybe that's why when her aunt Duchess was like, eh, she's like, fucking whatever, dude. Like, this is all. Yeah. Got, like, this is, at me. I, I know the line here. Yeah. You're bitter and you're mad. Um, yeah, and you're bored and you want to fight. Right. And so, like, again, everyone's family tree is a little bit up in the air. So for anyone to say that Anne lied about her family tree, like, did she? Like, what's your, Should you know? She, could she also <laughs> just be, like, mistaken? Yeah, like, like there's no need to It's a pretty big lie. jump to say that she lied. Right. And again, like, this can be traced back. Like, all of the historians and genealogists working on this right now can, again, not all of them agree. Like, they do branch out. You know, right. there was this William alive, this William Bolin alive at this time, but there was also a John Bolin. So could they have been related to that one? You know, yeah. Things come up, but yeah. like that, that line I gave you is like the widely accepted one. Yep. Yep. And, and that so, makes sense to me. Right. And I mean, <laughs> then there's other people who are like, no, she lied about her family tree because she was ashamed of where the Bolins came from. It's like, she literally like wore a bee around her I, neck. I, yeah. Like, I would say that like no. shame is not the way. No. And again, she never thought that she was going to be the queen of England at all. And she so, was pretty happy with her position in yeah, life. Yeah, and, like, why would you not, like, look back and be like, even if we were just from merchants, I'm the queen of England. Yeah. Why would you not be proud of that? Exactly. You know, yeah. Like, that, it's odd. Again, people people hate Anne Boleyn, and that's fine, you know. They're just going so to, no matter what. Yep, no matter what, you know, they're, yep. they're going to have something to say, and that's okay. Um, but, again, like, the fact, even if, like, you know, her aunt, the Duchess, and all of them were staying in the camp of, like, well, you weren't even ancient nobles, blah, blah, blah. It still doesn't, like, fully matter because she was still the queen of England. Yeah. And there were a lot of people who were descended from merchants who became nobles. A good example is the Pole family, like Margaret Pole. Like, the Poles were a big deal. And they literally descended from a merchant from like whole like no big deal you know yeah. and, but they were like this big prominent family at court so it didn't like super matter but people would say that about thomas woolsey too yeah. um he was henry the eighth's right hand man and right. he came from nothing yeah. as well but henry liked him and so he brought him up thomas cromwell too who was in my opinion largely responsible for Anne Boleyn's downfall it wasn't his fault Henry told him to do it blah 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 don't get me started yeah. but he was also from extremely humble origins Henry didn't care about no. that he wanted those people it was about him. the person yeah themselves. and yeah. so it didn't necessarily you know uh, long story short that's where I chose to dip the toe in of the Boleyn yeah. name because I want to give Anne her turn when yes. it when it comes up here in a bit. And so before we really start talking on her, and I'm going to talk about her so much for the rest of my life that yeah. I didn't want to, like, we haven't even been around a year. Isn't that crazy, you guys? That is really meat crazy. has not been around yeah, a year. Not even yet. a year. Um, So I didn't want to, like, you know, really just cram it down your throat. No, but that, like, in, really sets the foundation It sets the foundation. Like, the literal foundation of her family. And, like, and people were talking shit, but there is, like, these roots 
in truth. Yeah. You know, exactly. They were saying it back then. We're saying it now, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but people were like, rah. So it just goes to show not for, not just for Anne, for everybody back then, you know, like everyone does have a story. Yeah. And these rumors about them like can be disassembled. Oh yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Oh my gosh. There is all of these, like there's some wild shit about Anne. Anne Boleyn. Like, that she had, like, a second pinky on one of her hands. Or, like, she had this giant, like, goiter growing out of her neck. Or, like, they have, like, the most wild shit. People are literally out there, like, she was charged with witchcraft. It's like, you guys, if she was charged with witchcraft, they would not have had to make up the story about her sleeping with her brother. It would have been over with witchcraft. Yeah, they would have just, like, gone for that. Oh, my God, yeah. the The fact that we're all like, was she charged with witchcraft or not that no, wouldn't be a question. No question it would have been over in history yeah. yeah like absolutely not but people think that to the point that she she her portrait hangs in hogwarts i don't know if you knew that but the anne boleyn portrait that. is in hogwarts is this little nod to like her bullshit witchcraft okay. claims well, and i choice. i had read that it was there yeah. and then um my husband loves harry potter and i i i didn't read them when i was younger so i was kind of behind on it but i i try to watch them now and like get into it but i'm yeah. 2000 late you know yeah. but we were watching the first one and are I you saw like it. oh god there it is i did yeah and i cuz i had kind of heard where it was you know i've seen the like pictures because it's in a couple different movies but I had never seen it in yeah. action but um I almost am wondering Emily you can tell me because you're a Harry Potter person if it's like right out of the Gryffindor so the scene is there is the like a hallway first... right out of Gryffindor there is like a whole hallway of portraits yeah there is so the scene in the movie it's the first one when they're all little babies yeah and it's when the staircases are moving yeah and they walk out of that main hallway and the staircase moves and her portrait's right there like okay. right to the right well in the the video game is exactly accurate mm. like yeah, so if it's in the movie, it's in the video game. Oh my god, oh my god. So I am literally going to like go home right after this and yeah. like run my little Ravenclaw yeah, ass yeah, 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 around yeah. and find it. Oh my god, it. the next time we're together, oh, like, I, yeah, I need we're to going see it too. straight there. I was I'm kind shocked of... that I didn't... I didn't notice that when I when exploring because I have like I've beat the game I beat the game like within two weeks and I have like explored that castle extensively because it's a fucking castle you guys yeah and I didn't notice it but I'm also I'm a Ravenclaw I'm not a Gryffindor so I wonder if Again, that has anything think... to do with it or or I just wasn't looking closely enough at all because there's yeah. so many portraits in that game again I don't know like. It's, it is just the scene where, like, the three of them are, like, running out of that hallway and the staircases are moving everywhere. And they say, like, oh, like, let's do this before the staircases move again. So, I, to me, it seems like they're running out of the Gryffindor hallway, but I'm not sure. But I can, I can show you in the, in the movie. But I was a little bummed because it's the Heaver Castle portrait. And Mike was telling me, my husband, was like, oh, he's like, see, like, not all of the portraits move in the first movie. Like, in the yeah. later ones, they all do. But in this one, they don't. And I was staring at Anne's and it wasn't moving. Because oh, I, no. I wanted it to so badly. Well, yeah, you know? a, a lot of them do in the game. So maybe we can, like... Oh, and look, I haven't, okay, I I googled it to see, and I'm not, I'm not seeing anything about her, like, I'm not seeing anything about her not being in it or being in it, um, 
So yeah, we're gonna have to. Gonna yeah, have we're gonna to have go to look. see it because. Yeah, I had seen, like, oh, yeah, like, she's, a, like, in the Hogwarts, the Heber Castle portrait, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't know until that scene. I was like, oh, my God! Okay, that's her! She's, she's right there. Oh, that's something. Yeah. That's absolutely something. Ooh, that's so fun. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going like, to have yeah, to... That she was never, never charged with witchcraft, you yep, know? Yeah, like, <laughs> that never happened. But I am happy that, that she made it to Hogwarts. She's in there. That is somewhere. so cool. I like, mean, oh, like, that's fun. still, even though, the, like, the witchcraft thing is, like, clearly bullshit. Like, yeah. that is still fun. And they, if, to, like, have her get recognition, like, anywhere. Uh, again, I can, any like, mainstream media. I can get back to you, like, tomorrow, Emily, a listener. Sorry. Um, but I can, like, let you know, like, I can ask Mike tonight and be like, where was that listed? Because was it outside of Gryffindor? because I it was I appreciate that like not Slytherin or not anything like that like no like outside because Gryffindors are like brave right yeah. like they're like the brave bold ones no and, like she's hanging right it outside does look there. like it's exactly as you said like they come out like yeah, they the come hallway out, that comes on like the changing staircases the right. so yeah there's like a big area that's just like a, a tunnel with yeah like, Yes. staircases that go up and yeah they walk out and, and she's like right there, there yeah and like but right if it is right outside Gryffindor I'm glad they did that because yeah, that is something so they're not gonna like try to make her like yeah noble. it's like because Slytherins are kind, kind of the villains yeah and they're the yeah. cunning ambitious. ones yeah, yeah ambition and, and cunning like that's what they yeah would do, but, but no like they put her right outside yeah Gryffindor. a Gryffindor that. who is brave yeah yeah that is really I don't great. know whose artistic choice I don't know if that's jk rowling i doubt that she put in Had the that books. much of a hand <laughs> you know yeah, yeah she was like not. and then when they walked out into their immediate their immediate left they see the portrait of Amelie. yeah no. but someone made that choice yeah exactly. whoever that was hey yeah i'm like, good for, for you and i like to think that it's someone who loves Anne, and they didn't think she was even charged with witchcraft they just wanted to they just wanted her in there they just, they just made an artistic choice yep Oh people, yeah, I'm here for that. For people like me who are like, fucking Emily, oh my god, I'm so fucking excited portrait. to like go home and look in the video game. And if she's not there, I'm gonna be so fucking. Oh, literally, bummed. write in and be like, hey, yeah, um, like you really need to add this in the next update because I was really bummed, and it's supposed to be just like the it's movies and just, just like, like the movies, books, yeah. and it yeah. wasn't. So what you really fuck? fumbled the bag on that one. Jesus, you yes. guys. Okay, are you ready to get into a fresh cup? I am. Okay. You had a good one. I heard. Um, yeah, this, <laughs> it's weird. All right. Fine. Let's do it. Okay. Join us for it. Bye. Bye. Okay. I'm going, I'm picking a slightly more chill one. <laughs> Literally. Um, <laughs> oh. you'll get it soon. Yeah. But, um, there is a fucking wild, wild one that I grabbed and I'm going to do that probably for a Fresh Pot episode on our Patreon because Ooh. it's long. It's going to take us a long time to, Ooh. like, get through every piece of it. Oh, my God. Like, BBL girl? Um, kind yeah. Of? It was just, like, so fucking, like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Oh, That, God. like, disassembling okay. that entire situation is going to be so much. Ooh. Yeah. I love, like, putting things like that on Patreon, too, because people, like, comment. Oh, like, my gosh. We, like, get in <sighs> discussions about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that one's going to be, like, the talk of the and town, honey. Emily had this, like, fucking brilliant idea to post, like, just whatever messy TikToks oh, she comes across. Messy TikTok. On Patreon, and we've just been, like, posting it in there, and people just are just going about it. off. 
in yeah. the comments. And it's so fucking great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. D please join our Patreon so you can like talk to us about <laughs> yeah, it. Please. Because and, like, just be in the comments with like-minded people talking shit yeah. about these messy people. Oh yeah. I have another one that I'm posting pretty soon. Oh my God. The one I just posted has like another two parts to it. But Jesus. like the messiest part was part one. So I just had to throw <laughs> that one up there for everyone. Maddie literally had a coughing fit watching it. Because I had to like, pause. what the fuck is happening? I literally had to pause. I didn't see it. And Emily's like, did you see what I posted on Patreon? I was like, no. And so she like handed me her phone like with the TikTok recorded and I I had like a coughing fit on my own spit. Yeah. I had to it pause it crazy. and be like, what the fuck did she just you like have to. It's, it's one of those so things much. where you have to re-listen. You're like, no, I didn't hear that right. It's like, it's no, so you much. did. So you much. absolutely did. Oh, okay, this one's just a fun one. It's on pro revenge subreddit. Oh, mm -hmm. pro revenge. Ew. So this happened around 20 years ago. Our family oh, owned two apartment buildings, three units each. We lived in two of them, rented out the other four. There's nothing but these three flats lining both sides of the road for about a mile. Not all have parking. On the side streets are houses and very little street parking. We have more land than most of these units since it was also our home, so we had parking for around 16 cars. Everything was fine for literally decades. <laughs> then cars started appearing in our parking lot that were not our tenants. I blocked one in one day, went outside to see this a-hole, drove through our bushes and across the yard to get out. I called the cops, nothing they could do. So I called a tow company and had them put up signs. We'd have to call them to have a car towed. The signs seemed to work. No more random cars. Nice. Until New Year's one year. Mm, okay. I arrive home and every space is filled. There are even cars on the street blocking in other cars. I'm beyond pissed. I called the tow company. They can't do anything for a few hours because they're so busy. We're in the Chicago suburbs. Oh, it's below God. zero out. Oh, God. I have an idea. I dig out the lawn sprinklers and hoses. I run one hose inside to the laundry room faucet and turn on the hot water. Whoa. This way the hose and sprinklers won't ice up, but the cars and ground sure did. Three sprinklers moved every half hour or so for almost five hours. Oh my God. Every car, every square inch of the parking lot, oh my the God. street by the cars oh my encased God. in ice. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. I see. It's more chill one. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. There <laughs> yeah, it is. It's more chill. I made it to a point to spray ice in the locks, between the window seals and glass, in the grills, put away the sprinklers and hoses, went to bed. 4 a.m. furious pounding on the doors, doorbells ringing nonstop. We just smiled. What? Yeah. The audacity. Why are they? Think, why? What do you think they're going to fucking do, bro? Yeah. You think they're going to come like scrape the ice off I was gonna say, outside like, of your locks? Oh, but they're not going to do follow shit. Follow the fucking rules. I'm yeah. such a rule follower. Yeah. So like, it's like if you, you're, you're going to get towed now. Like what the fuck? How do, you do think they even know happen? to knock on their door? Like they, right? it must have said like office or something like I that. Guess. Like, I don't know. What do you fucking want me to do? I guess that's why we told you not to park here. Yeah. Oh, you don't know about the nightly ice storm? That's why we tell people not to Oopsie. fucking park here. Whoopsie doodle. Sounds like maybe you should have listened to the rules. Yeah. Wow. Yep. We just smiled and called the cops, waited until they arrived and went outside. Cops were holding back laughter. These people were told to park here by their friend, quote friend, who owned an apartment several buildings away. The same idiot who drove over her bushes. Oh, yeah. I pointed to the tow sign and told the people to move their cars or get towed. In our town, cops can ticket on private property with the owner's permission. Nice. So all cars were ticketed. 
They were also towed, since nobody could get in their vehicle. <laughs> wish we had it on video. I wish you did, too. Oh, my God. I wish you did, yeah. too. That was, yeah, the one of the top comments like, is like, that was evil and hilarious. You so. couldn't have, like, gotten the guy for, like, vandalism for driving over your bushes or right? something. Like, I feel like, like there's, like, obstruction of property. I like, don't know something. if it, they're like, oh, well, you don't have proof. Like, maybe that's what the cops oh were goodness. saying. Like, yeah, you can't you prove it. that he did it. So, like, it's going to end up just being, like, some civil court case or, like, yeah. or it's just, like. God, I hate that. A judge rules. is going to be, like, I have nothing to work off of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, follow the rules. You're going to get your car in case and ice on New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve, woof. And, in like, Chicago. you know you're drunk. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, you don't want to deal with Like, oh, you're fucked and you deserved it. Uh-oh. Yeah. You shouldn't have listened to your friend. And now they're all going to be so pissed at their friend how much money they owe from the tickets and being towed hundreds of dollars yeah easily each of them they're all fucking pissed at this and then they're like gonna go like knock on their door that's my thing like (gasps) well my friend told me i could it's like well i your friend was wrong like can your can your friend read the sign that says you'll get towed well it's like i i the benefit of the doubt like did you roll up and then see the signs, and then call your friend and say, hi, are you sure I can park here? Because it says I'll be towed. Could be. And then Honestly. he's like, yeah, fuck it, park there. I've done it before. And, like, now you're and, paying yeah. for my no, impounding No, and that sucks shit. for the friends, but now, like, this dude is still getting payback because, like, yeah. he's lost a shit ton of friends here. Oh, yeah, Like, dude. probably all of them. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, they're all, like, oh I, I double-checked. Yeah. You told me, like, you motherfucker. Also, 20 years ago is definitely, like early 2000s so like it is who knows if they even had a little flip phone yeah they may ha- have not even had the opportunity to call and double check Ugh. they may have just had to do it pro revenge yeah that was pro revenge i like i like the commitment page. to the bit of like the sprinklers all night i would have been oh like, god oh, yeah that's annoying going to bed i know that would have been my opinion like that's like a lot of work yeah no know? but like no i'm not so vengeful that i'm willing to put in that much work no that person clear. is though and i love that for that oh i'm so for all some of people us. have to be yeah. that vengeful yeah so that other people learn their lessons good, good the on them fucking rules just follow the rules you guys Jesus. unless the rules are really infringing upon your freedoms but this was not one of those instances no. and if you've ever lived in an apartment before like the parking thing is so fucking annoying it is like and it fucking sucks and it just like is what it fucking is yeah like you know my party in an apartment i've had my friends park fucking six blocks away on the street too and it's like well if you want to come to the party you'll walk and usually you're like 21 years old and so you're like whatever yeah walk or like if you're coming to a party at my house you should probably get an uber uh yeah so yeah because you're definitely gonna have to uber out and oh, yeah, now you're gonna have to pick second up your you car walk the in the door day. i'm like did you want two shots because here they are yep, no you uber and uber out that's the best way to do it yep. you get dropped off by someone there you go have someone pick you up uber sponsor us <laughs> <laughs> We love you. We've used you. Oh, so many times, though. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for today. You got some Anne. You got some pro-revenge. and deserves some pro-revenge. And that's yeah. all I can say about that. Yep. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm a fire sign. If you don't know this about fire signs, we absorb the energy of something we've killed with our bare hands into our bodies. Yeah, you leveled up. So I have the power now of one 28-year-old woman and also a very small spindly spider. Sweet baby.